What's up, everybody? Welcome to the No Picks After Dark podcast with your host, Aaron Dante, who brings you the hottest interviews with the dopest people sharing their experiences all across the world. Now, here's your host, Aaron Dante. After Dark Podcast, I'm your host, Aaron Dante. We have another amazing, amazing episode for you folks. We are on location at the Reginald F. Lewis Museum in downtown Baltimore, Charm City. Let me tell you, to get this interview, I had to swim a couple lakes. I had to jump. I had to ride a couple horses. I don't, but you know what? We, we, I made it. We made it. We made it. And I'm so excited for the person I'm about to introduce to be here. This lady's knocking down buildings. I see her everywhere, and I'm like, I can't wait to interview her and ask questions. And finally, we made it happen. So, without further ado, the CIAA Commissioner, Ms. Jackie McWilliams, how are you doing? I am awesome. Thank you for that awesome introduction. Hey, we, this is we. You're in Baltimore. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna show the love. We're gonna show the, the charm in the <laughs> charm city. More. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we're gonna show the charm in Thank charm you. city for sure. And I want to thank Visit Baltimore for making this happen, partnering with No Pixar Dark. First, you know, they've done an amazing job working with me on this project, so I'm very excited to have you here. Oh, it's great. So when I say CIAA in Baltimore, what pops in your mind? The same thing you just said. Baltimore made it happen for me to be here. And I think the same thing has happened. They made it possible for us to be here in this city where we can make great impact have a lot of good fun. You know, CIAA is about food, fun, and basketball, right? Okay. And Baltimore's going to create that experience uh, for us, and I can't wait. We'll talk about food a little bit later. We're gonna okay, talk, okay. You know, you know we're going to talk about food. <laughs> you know, listen, listen, I like to eat, okay? So, so the men's and women's basketball tournament, tell us a little, give us a little history about that. Um, it's in a 15-year run at Charlotte. That's 15. That's a long time. It is a long time, um, but a long good time. It went pretty fast, but I think what we learned from being there for 15 years really showed us what we needed to be in Baltimore and how we could even be better and grow. I think we helped uh, Charlotte, the Queen City, um, grow in a way that uh, made amazing economic impact. Um, allowed for a lot of students to want to come to CIAA schools, gave exposure and opportunity that probably outgrew us before we even knew it. Um, and when I came in, this will be my 10th tournament, um, I saw the opportunity and Baltimore really setting a, a partnership with them in a vision that I could see that could really help grow the platform, but really make the impact that we want here for both our men's and women's tournament. Now, I've played in the CIAA since I was 18 years old and came into this conference. So I understand the value of what it felt like to be a CIAA student athlete to sport at Hampton when they were in it. Um, And we won the national championship my freshman year. I've never won a basketball CIAA 
CIAA, which if you don't win a CIAA basketball tournament, that's a hard fight. Um, to win an NCAA championship is great, but that nat- the CIAA conference championship that we provide for both our men and women, it's the game. Not so much it's men and women's basketball, it's the game. And so how do we create that community for these young athletes to present themselves on a platform that the world can see locally, regionally, and nationally? So when you were researching Baltimore, what, what were the ties that CIAA had to Baltimore? Now, I remember I, I read Morgan used to be in a long time ago. Is that correct? Yeah, so Morgan State. So let me just give you some brief history here. So the CIAA is founded in 1912. It was um, incorporated in Washington, D.C. Howard, Lincoln, Hampton, Shaw, and Virginia Union are the founders of the CIAA. Okay. So Howard Hampton as members, Morgan State came in, um, and then Delaware State has been a member. UMES has been a member. Bowie didn't come to be a member until probably 1970. The tournament was here from 1946 until 1951. The first tournament in Baltimore was 1952. Since then, we've been away 68 years. Wow. Is that a long time? That's a long time. So six, in 68 years, we've been in North Carolina, we've been in Virginia, we've been in North Carolina, we've been in North Carolina, and we were in Virginia. And to come back, we started here where we were founded, um, but we came back here. Um, now we're here. And so to, to have this relationship for three years, we lost a year of COVID, but we still made impact on a virtual platform. We're creative people, right? right and so right. to stay relevant across the world, it was important for us to figure out how could we still be present um, even through a COVID year and have that relationship with the city that's really important to this platform. So, I mean, a little bit about COVID. You know, I know that was everybody was very disappointed they couldn't make it last year. And you guys had ran some amazing programs virtually, which was bar none one of the best programs I've seen virtually. I mean, I participated in it. It was amazing. What do you think the reception is going to be this year after a year of just no fans, nothing, no sports? What do you think? Well, I said this last year before we made the decision about um, doing the virtual platform because I knew we were headed to the possibility of not having this tournament. That's a hard one. I mean, again, we've had this tournament for 75 years. We just came off our 75th anniversary, and then we hit COVID, and we're canceling championships. Basketball was the one that we were going to try to save at least because it's our greatest platform. It's where our greatest resources come from. But when you think about the safety and the importance of our student-athletes, that's more important than any ticket sale, any hotel room, or anything in this community to us. So we canceled. But what I did say is, as soon as we're able to return, we are coming in the Charm City like you've never seen before. I think people will still be cautious. We're all cautious. I've been traveling a lot late, lately and still questioning, like, why am I out on the road? Like, <laughs> like, nothing's ever happened. But I do think we are setting precautions. We are telling people how to prepare themselves to be involved and to be a part of it. And as long as people play on the team fairly together, if we all play in the rules, we'll be fine. But I think we're going to come here ready i think the north carolina people who were saying we're not coming to baltimore they're coming <laughs> they're coming so I always ask the question you know when baltimore want, came out so they wanted to bid and they're like baltimore what, what was the thought process behind it when they're like we haven't been up past virginia in a long like we haven't been up this north in a long time 
what was the thought process like when the bidding process started? Like, were you like, okay, Baltimore is a great possibility. And we always get passed over for DC. That's always happens. And to hear that you guys chose Baltimore, that's amazing. And we love it. And we're going to show out. We're going to show up. But tell the listeners a little bit about like the process of, you know, getting that bid and like, and then how was the reaction of Baltimore when you guys finally told them? I mean, I think it was it's exciting because, you know, ultimately I run events, right? I don't need to hire event planners because <laughs> that's what we do. We run championships. That's our day-to-day. We have 14 championships that we get to run and prepare for 3,000 student-athletes to come. If we wanted to do a championship in your backyard, we can get signage. And I tell fans, if you love the CIAA and you love the game, it won't matter where we are. You'll mm. show up. Right. So if we choose Baltimore, if we had chosen the other cities, you should show up because you care about the history. You care about the community and you care about the leadership of these student athletes who are going to be the next me, you and everybody else. And so coming to Baltimore and making that announcement for me, it was like, you know, we are we are headed in the right direction. We are finding a community partner that values the essence of who we are. Basketball is the center and core. Right. So I always say, let's start on the inside and build out. So all this conversation about CIAA is a party, although I appreciate that, because we do party, <laughs> but the most important piece about what we do is for the basketball tournament, and that giving these student-athletes the experience and the opportunity that they so well deserve. And so when they talk to us about making sure that our student-athletes, you know, we're going to roll the red carpet out for them, because we do that anyways. We're going to make sure that all the, inst- all the students in this area that have have an interest to come to our CIAA institution that we can give them that exposure. They get the first chance to have that exposure. We've seen the stories of a kid come to middle school day, high school day, career expo, and then land jobs with our corporate partners. Those are real time stories. And so to know that we can do that here and give that opportunity in this city means everything. And it's a new demographic of people too, right? We've been in the South for a long time. We're in this DMV area. Bowie State was founded right here in Maryland. I'm so glad that Dr. Bro reminds us of that because they are a part of this community too, right? And so how do we value the essence of all the HBCUs, the Morgan States, the Coppin States, the Delaware State, that's right, Lincoln University, right? That's our institution. And so I'm just excited that we have enough institutions in this area that are, I think are going to tear, tear this city up in a good way, not tear it up. Oh, we ready. We, 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 <laughs> as they say, we ready. We ready in Baltimore. And I mean, what is your thoughts about the community? Will there be community service events all around the city that the CLWA will be hosting? Um, just, you know, giving back the city that their work they will be in the whole week. Will there be a, events that we can look for? Because I, I want to participate in community yeah. events. I want to be a part of that. No Picks After Dark podcast is sponsored by Visit Baltimore whose mission it is to champion Charm City to the world by elevating the people, places, and experiences that make it unique. Their team secures events and conventions for Baltimore, putting community-centric programs and experiences in place to ensure repeat business and positive local impact. CIAA's return to Baltimore will be a homecoming like no other. Celebrate Black culture, legacy, and HBCU excellence this February. Visit Baltimore.org forward slash CIAA to book your trip. 
Yeah, so some of the events are private. Some of them you'll know about. Um, and part of it is just because, again, we're in COVID, right? And mm-hmm. then some places that we go are just geared for our student athletes. And then some of our partners will get involved. We're still working through the, the calendar of events. We start on Monday and we actually go through until that last game is done. And then we close out that evening in Fan Fest. Um, but what I will tell people is go on our CIAA tournament website and just keep up with down Download our app mm. and make sure that you just kind of follow what's going. Let us be your, what do you get those little notifications? Mm-hmm. Let us be able to notify you what's going on because community impact is extremely important to us. And so that's why you see all these things that are going on. I think what we're trying to do a better job with here in Baltimore is making sure that we're not clashing with each other, right? We have the Fan Fest and the Convention Center. It's free to everyone. So if you don't have a ticket or you don't feel like you can get a ticket, Come and explore downtown, right? Come to Fan Fest. It's free. There's activity. I love Fan Fest. Saturday um, Expo is, it's it's fun. The bands, the cheer. There's so much going on for everyone. We don't leave anybody out in the CIAA. So my daughter came in this conference at seven years old. Now she's 15, and she can tell you exactly what the experience is for everything because as part of this community. That's what we do. We make sure that you feel like you're part of the family and that we give you the experience that you deserve. And when you leave here, you should feel like you can't wait to get back the next year. I'm very excited about that because my family, like, we're getting tickets. You better buy us things, yes. Christmas tickets. Tickets go fast, I've heard. They do. So what was fun for the 75th anniversary, it was our last year in the Queen City. Um, we celebrated 75 years of history. And so many people came back. Um, and so many people know that it's important. You know, we had a hard time with selling the tickets for a few years because we were clashing with day parties and mm. event holders and all of that. That's why it's so important that people see the value of this tournament for the game first. We need people to purchase tickets. And I say this, every ticket that we give away, we take away. Right. Right. Every ticket that we sell, we provide. So help us provide for these student athletes that the only reason why I have a job is because of student athletes. And the only reason why you're talking to me is because we have a tournament here and it's centered around our 12 institutions and our student athletes. And again, all those other things that are happening, we want to happen, but we want to make sure that the value of why we here starts with our student athletes, that people purchase tickets. And if we sell out, it's still stuff to do, right? There's still ways that you can give back. There's still ways that you can support the tournament. Come to our Fan Fest. You know, come to the Career Day. Come to High School Education Day. Go on our platform and get involved in any of the virtual experiences that we provide. Or just come in the city and eat and dine, right? Purchase some the vendors that are going to be here. The black women-owned businesses. and men, That is important to us, too. And so we try to make sure that we're tapping into those communities as well because we that's who we are we're black business right but we want to be inclusive of everybody and I would tell people because it is an HBC HBC historically black college uh, tournament conference it doesn't eliminate you from being any other gender and ethnicity Mm, right mm -hmm. we want everybody to feel the experience of being in the CIAA because we're community and we're culture and if you want to know culture and family then come come with us it's a homecoming She's dropping jewels and gems right now, folks. I, I'm, I'm about to go to church right now. Good God. But, hey, I, hey, I know she is, she's on a really, really tight schedule, folks. And, again, I appreciate you taking time out your day. But we got to get an nitty-gritty. We got to ask the hard-hitting questions. Have you had 
crab. Which one do you like, crabs or crab cakes? Which one do you really like? I think I mean, this is a trick question because hey. this is a battle in my family. My husband is a <laughs> crab eater. Like he buys them. He stay, but he loves Baltimore. He's from Virginia. Okay. And we've had this debate that Baltimore crabs are better than Virginia crabs. And now that he's been here, he thinks they're better. But I'm a crab cake lover. Oh. I love crab cakes. Okay. Oh my gosh, See, the crab cakes. It's, it's all what you prefer. I'm a crab person because. One thing about eating crabs, and everybody can tell you about Baltimore, it's a community event. Oh, yeah. Guess what? You can't, yes. you can't, you can't touch your cell phone. You can't, yeah, that's you're, true. You're talking. That's true. And it gives that's that true. interaction. With us that's again. true. Well, he picks them for me, and I oh, eat them. So, oh, man. Yeah. And I, I worked at Morgan State, so <laughs> oh, I lived in Baltimore so for almost two years. Uh-oh. So I, I enjoy, I love this place. This was a place that I probably could have stayed, but I had another opportunity to go to the NCAA. So this place <laughs> is a place that, you know, you can really get rooted in the history and the culture and the food, right? I mean, right. when I come here, I flew in this morning and I felt like I'm home. Right, right. Right, and right. I got a crab cake mm. and I saw the water and it's just, there's just something vibrant about this area that I love. Now, I'm gonna, we're gonna let you go, but what do you say to the audience who's never been to CIWAs, just hearing about it, it's your chance to tell them why they should pick a ticket up, come down to Fan Fest, and just come and celebrate the culture and understand what a beautiful thing this is for everybody. Yeah, you know, I, I would say um, this tournament is truly for everyone. Um, there is something for everybody. It doesn't matter what age. I've seen like a one-year-old and newborns come with their paraphernalia on. There are people who have been here for, this will be their 55th tournament. You know, we talk about Mr. CIAA. This would probably be, if he's able to come, probably his close to his 40th tournament. Um, I've been in this business for 30 years. He was there when I was 18. Wow. And so if you want to be a part of a community that celebrates history, that celebrates community, that values leadership, then you should come to the CIAA tournament no matter where you are right we have people across the country that comes here and I think when you come you just need to come and when you come you need to celebrate our student athletes because that's why we're here and we that's how we're going to stay but you also need to celebrate the community right and just value the opportunity of learning Baltimore it's a very unique place and it fits perfectly with us on the historical perspective from former players you know Earl the Pearl Earl the Pearl everybody knows Earl the Pearl yes he's a Winston-Salem played on the 19 I think it was 76 champion no it was probably before that division two championship Charles Oakley right Charles Oakley um Bill Wallace right I worked at Virginia Union I got to watch and know who they are and um, it's incredible athletes here. We have probably five, maybe six out of, I don't know, 27 student athletes across our institutions that are from this area. So they get to play in front of their home team. So come support those athletes that are right here in your home court. Folks, you heard it here first from the commissioner, Ms. Jackie McWilliams. I mean, it's been a blessing to have this interview. I mean, she's everywhere, NFL Network everywhere. So she's here hanging out, No Picture Dark podcast, Northeast, I'm Northeast Baltimore, so Morgan, Morgan Bears, we already know about this. <laughs> but thank you for coming in today. We really appreciate it. And I can't wait for everybody who's listening to come out there, come and support, show, well, show everybody what Charm is all about. All right? Love, peace, and happiness, we're out. <laughs>